today is the day that part two of the gospel according to Cassie Vincentorio was due to be released, but I have decided today is not the day, and this week is not the week to share the rest of Cassie's story. It is an amazing story, and one that has really moved me. Cassie's dad is an inspiration to me. His unconditional love is so wonderful to hear about, and Cassie's love for him is in equal measure. But I feel I need to hold off on this story for one week. The reason? This week in Brisbane, the place where I was born, where I was raised, where I went to school, where I became a police officer, and where I was married, something unthinkable and unforgivable happened, and we need to talk about it. This week, Hannah Clark and her three beautiful children were brutally murdered, not by a stranger, but by someone who should have been willing to sacrifice his own life to save theirs. On Wednesday, the 19th of February, at 8.30am, Hannah was at home getting ready to take her children to school. Her children, Aaliyah, six, Liana, four, and Trey, three, were in the car with their mum, Hannah. At some point, and the details may never be fully known, Hannah's former husband, the father of their children, poured petrol into the car that they were in, and he set it alight. The three children died in the vehicle. Hannah was taken to hospital with life-threatening burns, but later died. The murderer, Rowan Baxter, killed himself at the scene. It is a terrible and unthinkable act perpetuated against the people that should expect protection rather than fear or harm. The purpose of the Future Champions podcast is to equip young and upcoming athletes with tools necessary to progress in their sports. Since launching this series, I have spoken to young athletes and their parents who have told me they now have a better understanding of their journey and have been inspired by the presenters in each podcast. Some may think that the message I'm about to share doesn't make sense in an educational sports podcast, but I disagree. To me, this could be the most important message that I could ever share, and I didn't want to let another day go by without sharing it. Rowan Baxter was a professional rugby league player in New Zealand and a prominent fitness instructor in Brisbane. In fact, he is the type of person we would have on this podcast to share his story and to potentially inspire other young athletes. All that is meaningless. Now, he is a murderer. Over the years of being involved in sport, I've noticed a trend where we tend to forgive our athletes for their indiscretions. Young athletes play up. They always will. I have no issue with that. It is part of growing up in the spotlight of sport. We all make mistakes. But what we cannot accept ever, is when a person commits acts of violence, particularly towards women or children in their lives. It is evil. It is wrong. It needs to stop. My goal for this message is simple. I want young men to realize that violence towards women is not the answer. Violence towards children is not the answer. And just because you can intimidate with your strength doesn't mean you have to. You should never raise your hand or threaten to raise your hand in any relationship. It should be built on trust and love. Use your words kindly and never your fists. Practice this while you are young and you'll become good at it as you grow older. I want young women to understand 
no person has a right to raise their hand to you, strike you, or make you feel scared and intimidated. If they do, then they always will, and you need to stand up and walk out. Practice this while you are young, and it will be much easier when you are older. I hope that by confronting this issue, that young listeners will better understand the evil of domestic violence. In Australia, police deal with 5,000 domestic violence matters on average every week. That's every two minutes. On average, one woman per week is murdered by her current or former partner. It is unacceptable. It is terrible. And it needs to stop. When I was a young police officer in Brisbane many years ago, I had to watch a young child die in hospital after he was stabbed by his father. In that barbaric murder, the offender also killed his wife and three children before turning the knife on himself. But on that occasion, he did not die. It still haunts me to this day. Back then, I couldn't understand how a father could kill his own children. It makes no sense. No sense at all. I couldn't understand how he could kill the woman who bore his children. Such an act can only be classed as pure evil. Today, I am asking myself the same questions and still am struggling to come up with any answers. Tragically, these types of stories are far too frequent. And when I hear them, I want to scream out loud, What is wrong with you? They are your blood. Your purpose is to protect them. But the truth is, domestic violence doesn't start with murder. It starts as something more quiet, sometimes seemingly excusable, and often forgiven. It is hard to define, hard to pinpoint. The question that I have asked myself over the years is, what type of relationships are we modelling for our children? What lessons do they learn from our relationships? Do we try and model the same discipline that we want our children to achieve in their sporting life in our personal relationships? I want to share with you a commitment that I made to my wife when I first fell in love with her. This April, we'll be married for 22 years and I love her still. Very early on, I made this commitment to her. I've worked on those commitments the same way an athlete would honour their sporting commitments. I would hope that if you asked my wife, she would tell you that I have honoured and valued these commitments. Dana, you are my wife, but I don't own you. I promise I will never raise my hand to you. I promise I will never threaten to raise my hand to you. I promise I will never use the words shut up because I know you hate those words and it makes you feel less valued. I promise that I will not deliberately hurt you with my words. I promise that if I do hurt you with my words, I will apologize and work to use better words. I promise that if I feel hurt, I will not go to bed angry. I promise to tell you I love you and will mean it. I know for certain that if I lift my hand to you or threaten you, you will leave me, even if you don't want to. I will love you forever and like you for always. I share this with you because I don't believe we should buy into the falsities that are often perpetuated in relationships. You don't have to shout to get your point across. Violence is never the answer, ever. The suggestion that she made me do it is a steamy pile of crap that should be completely disregarded. I want to leave you with this simple thought. Controlling others is not love.
Controlling others is hate. And when the person who is asserting the control loses that control, that is when they lose control and commit these evil acts. My heart goes out to Hannah, Alia, Liana, and Trey.